Listening to the Talking Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is a review on Kuromokuro. You can find us at TalkingSpirit.com. It's where you can go for all of our news, reviews, coverage, and noodle anime, as well as our wonderful community in the foreign links top, social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. But yeah, I decided to watch Kuromokuro. Are you surprised? Was this a surprise to you? You've actually been hearing me while watching it. I think so. Okay. And you had mentioned it, but I didn't think you were going to watch through the whole thing. You didn't sound I just, like you were, it was working for you too much. It just happened. Uh, it, mainly because it's PA works, I wanted to watch it. Um, but yeah, this is one of the ones that fell into the Netflix or Netflix little hole of you're probably gonna miss it because it, it showed up on us. And Wait, we have Netflix. Yeah, I didn't know we reactivated. You got to get me set up so that I can watch some stuff. <laughs> Watching a lot of stuff. Uh, but yeah, anywho, this one ended up on there. It was 26 episodes, and then it finally released. Even though it premiered back in like spring 2016, it didn't come out to you know us to be able to watch it for like I don't know winter 2017. I don't remember what it was, but at that point we were completely already forgotten about it. But I love PA Works, so I really really wanted to watch it. I didn't want to forget about it, and I was kind of in the mood for a mecha type show, so it kind of fit all the bills. So I, I fired it up and checked it out. This of course is PA Works 15th anniversary original series anime um completely original no source material it's an action sci-fi mecha series um and this one follows this takes place in japan it takes place at the kurobe dam where apparently when japan was building the dam they came across some artifacts and those artifacts were you know seen by the world and all the top scientists and everything wanted to come there to research it uh the un took interest in it, so they created a uh, UN Kurobe Research Institute there. All the brightest minds come there to research these artifacts. And from these artifacts, we're getting technologies and whatnot from them. Um, there's a lot of unknowns from the artifacts that they find. There's this gigantic red cube that they're researching. Um, but the story kind of follows this girl named Yukina, and Yukina is the daughter of the director at this institute. And every now and then they go in there to, you know, at the time, at the start of the series, she's going there to bring her mother her phone because she left it behind at a student teacher or a parent teacher thingy, majiggy, and she's very forgetful, so she left her phone. Um, But when she arrives there, something happens, something attacks, and she touched this big gigantic red cube, and this samurai guy falls out of it and attacks the the things that are attacking the facility. Um... And this samurai guy recognizes Yukina as possibly this princess from the time era that he's actually from. And so he wants to kind of protect her. 
but then he kind of quickly later on is starting to discover that he's not in his old timeline this this happening of 400 years ago in like the Sengoku era that he was from uh, where they were being attacked by these things that he calls the ogres um, was a long time ago and things have changed he's learning about new technologies and oh yeah by the way these things that were attacking before are now attacking again and so now you have to pilot the same robot mecha thing that you've piloted 500 or 400 years ago pilot it again because you're the only one that can actually control it because it's kind of tied to you and oh yeah it's also tied to yukina who's in it because that's the only way to activate it so yukina and this samurai named konosuke pilot these this this mecha robot together to fight off these things they call the ogres and save mankind from whatever is attacking them uh yeah Love it how it looks. I, I I think this show was absolutely great looking. I love the character designs. I think they look great. The environments. Uh, visually, it looks beautiful. I was a little mixed on the CG uses on the mechas. Everything mecha-related is CG. Um, I think they do a good job of kind of meshing the 2D with the, the CG. I think the only time that it kind of felt out of place was really whenever you can see... Like, some of the mechas that they were in was just kind of like a thing they stand in. And then you can kind of see the characters as a CG model, and that kind of looked a little bit off. But for the most part, enjoy the mecha fights, enjoy the visuals, and all that kind of stuff. And like I said, really love the character designs as always. Um, outside of that, I I was very mixed on the show, as Chris kind of alluded to. Um, starting out, for the most part, I would probably say almost a little bit over half of the series felt very generic. It felt like a very generic mecha anime show. It was here's this facility. Uh, kids are piling the mechas, they fight the bad guys, they go back, shenanigans happens, they get in the mechas, they fight, they go back, shenanigan happens. It felt, it felt very generic. It felt very by-the-books, by-the-numbers mecha show, which isn't a terrible thing. Thankfully, the characters was keeping it going very well, the chemistry between the characters, having Kenosuke being this absolute uh, fish-out-of-water he's hungry so he's he's basically pleading on his knees at this machine that has a voiceover on it to give him food please give me food and it's going please insert money i don't have money please you must give me food please insert money (laughs) he's in here pleading the machine because he thinks it's talking uh and that course has played off the fact that he was you know learned about televisions and how people were stuck inside these tiny boxes uh getting a phone call and picking up the phone and saying, your mother is inside this box. How is your mother inside this box? Those things are kind of fun, and that that kind of helped it keep funny and keep entertaining. Um, I think outside of probably a few of the classmates in Yukina's uh, class, I enjoyed all the entire cl- the cast outside of them. So that was kind of helpful for it. Um, it wasn't until like the later points of the series where, yeah, very predictable. Uh, most of the stuff is very predictable. Uh, why is Yukina piloting the mecha when Kinosuke piloted it with this girl from his past? What are the connections there? Uh, who's the real, what's the real identity of the ogres? Who's the real identity of these things about up in space? A lot of that stuff felt very, very, uh, predictable. Thankfully, for the most part, it does kind of do a few twists here and there where it kind of does the, oh, well, you thought this was very predictable, but technically this is this. And you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, that was kind of cool, but still pretty predictable. Um, And it helped it a lot. I I think a lot of my enjoyment for the later parts was definitely coming to how they managed to take that predictability and make it into something enjoyable. Um, A lot of the characters that I enjoyed a lot that kind of had a lot of growth, like Kinosuke has a lot of growth in his character in the later parts. 
I really appreciate that. Um, Noelle, who technically I didn't think was actually a crucial part of the show, but technically she is on the cover along with Kanosuke and Yukina, gets probably the most character developments in the entire show. And I, I loved her character. I thought her character was fantastic. I thought that she and Kinosuke need to be it need to be a thing really quickly in the earlier parts of it, uh, because they they both had this sense of duty. They both had a sense of uh, something better than themselves. Uh, as he kind of lists or kind of tells her at some point, you 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 want to be a samurai, don't you? Well, women can't be a samurai. And she's like, well, that's that's sexist. You can't say that. And he's like, well, I guess that's true. You technically are a samurai. I mean, it was a nice little exchange between the two of them um, that kind of. Again, was probably one of the more pinnacle points of the show. Again, I think they did a pretty good point towards the end there, getting it all kind of wrapped up, seeing the more uh, the bigger picture of the what were they called the the Effie doll that were up in space, um, giving a more a better a bigger scenery, uh, expanding the universe a little bit. I guess is the best way I could put it. But yeah, I I'm very mixed on the show because, like I said, it, earlier parts of it feels very generic uh, mecha. Um, they do end up doing some really interesting stuff with it in lighter parts. A lot of my dissatisfaction with it also lays on its inability to kind of make the characters believable when they're in a situation that they are in dire straits. I mean, they have this whole thing where they're kind of captured in a location, and so everybody decides to throw a big festival and or not a festival. They try to they decide to film a weird mashup. Uh, film that they decided to make at some point there was a joke that they were going to make this film that was going to incorporate every single genre that they like and it was a funny little joke and it was a it was a pass it felt like a passing comment and then at some point they're captured and they decide to make that film while they're captured and the world feels like it's ending and it's like why are they doing this i i appreciate what they're trying to do in order to the best way i could put it bring in somebody from the outside to to not spoil things but it, it just felt like it's very out of place and it was kind of similar to most of the episodes where a lot of the episodes was off and on. It felt like two different people were writing it. And I ended up finding later that technically two different people were scripting the show and they were taking turns. I didn't get a chance to like kind of sit down and figure out if that made sense that those, that was the reason. Um, but it definitely felt that way. But yeah, cool mechas, cool fun. Felt very generic at the earlier parts. I think they, they they came to something pretty cool towards the later parts. Um, but in the end, I think you're not gonna. The people that are gonna enjoy this are people that either really love Mecha, uh, people that are fans of PA works, and they want to see some action and fun. Um, you're definitely gonna find something there. Just don't expect something too deep until like the way later parts of the series. Um, it did feel like that kind of left it open for another season. It felt like it was gonna leave itself open for another season. Um, but I think the way that they kind of ended it, it kind of felt like they weren't. But they, I guess technically it did leave itself up for another season. It didn't feel like it robbed me of anything by leaving it open for another season. So don't get me wrong there. But um, I don't know that I would welcome another season, to be honest. Especially not the way that it's going. So, yeah. It was a fun, stupid mecha show. Um, didn't offer too much, but wasn't a terrible show either. So that's my weird recommendation or not so <laughs> what do you think are you, you think you're ever going to check it out I'm, I'm 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 curious about these character arts down here <laughs> they're, they're like the they they, they they look very very out of place compared to all the other characters i don't understand why probably because they're close-ups 
the well, two I mean, girls. Technically, only like uh, Tom and Sebastian's are the only ones that are. And I mean, the guys are unique in their own way, but the, the girls all seem to match each other. Even those two. Yeah, they're they all have that same character design to them. It's just, she has her hair kind of caught up, so it looks a little different. Okay, and she's evil too. <laughs> she was evil. Anywho, we hope you guys enjoyed this review of Kuromokuro. If you guys enjoyed Kuromokuro, definitely let us know in the forum thread that we're going to create for this podcast episode. We hope you guys enjoyed this particular podcast episode. For you find all of our other ones, you can go to otakuspirit.com. Go over there for our reviews and all that good jazz there. We thank you all for listening. We hope you all enjoyed, and you all take care. Oos. Oh, and Sebastian's best boy. <laughs> Tell me what's going on.